I've just gone about um, about Allah, um, Islam, and all that. I just plugged that knife straight into me. So I'm trying to fight two of them, and I'm getting I'm getting bad. But I'm having a good fight with them, as far as I know. Um, I did get out there. I mean, we're talking about probably half a minute of like being stabbed, um, being sliced, and that. My mate said he phoned me. I, mean, I can't remember. I'm talking to him. He said, "I'm saying to him, I'm dying. I'm dying. I need help." I was told by the police and I was told by some of the staff after when well, they must have heard it um, that I should have shouted out, fuck you, I'm your wall. Whether that was to, whether that was to the Arsenal fan or whether... <laughs> <coughs> He's got an Arsenal top on, so that's... Maybe. Sorry. Maybe. I mean, I don't... I mean, it was vague. It's just where other people, witnesses, have I, said that I did say... Mate, Aiden, he, he left me a book when I was uh, asleep one day. Learn to run. <laughs> right? I used to go back to them dark days where, as you say, drinking wine, Prosecco in the uh, caravan, and just driving yourself mad. You knew who they were. You knew there was a problem. Um, why can't they call them all of them? Information covered up, censorship, corruption. The mainstream media have proven itself to be untrustworthy. I'm here to give a platform for debate for truth, for open discussion. I'm introducing you to my podcast, Silenced with Tommy Robinson. Who exactly is Tommy Robinson? Or Stephen Gatsby Lane? With the English Defence League, the EDL. Robinson has a long The problem is with Islamic radio. English far-right Islamophobic activist. Since then, there's been organised protests across the country in London, Manchester, Leeds. People in their thousands are marching for Robinson's There is no such thing Tommy Robinson. My name is Tommy Robinson. Welcome to my latest episode of my podcast, Silenced. On June the 3rd in 2017, just weeks, roughly a week after the Manchester Arena was bombed by Salman Ebedi and children were blown to pieces, just a week later, London Bridge was attacked and our capital was attacked. Jihadists mm -hmm. occupied a van. They mowed people down. They got out of that van armed with knives. They began running down the street, stabbing anyone they could. They then went into Borough Market, a famous part of London for food and restaurants, and they began stabbing people. That One woman they just stabbed straight in the neck. They murdered eight, and they seriously injured 48. As everyone was running that way, one man run that way. It's my pleasure to be joined with him today. Roy. It's a pleasure to... It's great to Finally meet you, meet you. I, I can't not shake your hand with that introduction. Yes, no problem. Can I start? I want to hear all about your life. Yep, no problem. I know you've been on a roller coaster. Yep. I actually got emotional reading and researching your story. Yeah. Going through all of it, even myself, mm. I was thinking of what you've been through. You seem to have gone from hero to zero at parts of it. Can we start with you just telling us what happened on that day? On the day itself, I mean, it was the hottest day of the year. Uh, 3rd of June. Um, I mean, prior to that, I was staying at um, a friend's house near London Bridge um, because I just split up with my missus um, not long before that. I went back to my mum's and I was staying with someone, um, a friend near there. But on June the 3rd was the lovely hot day, um, Derby Day, also the Champions League Day. Champions League final was on that night. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so uh, my mate phoned me up. He said, um, you fancy going watching the football later? I think it was Juventus, Real Madrid, that night. Um, I said, 
yeah, I don't mind. I'll meet you up with you. We'll have a drink and think. Nothing too mad because I'm staying with someone's friends and that. Yeah. Um, so I went and met him about seven o'clock. I think I thought we might start about quarter to eight. Um, Packs, obviously, as usual, around that bar market there. It's just a trendy place. Especially in summer, packed summer yeah, day. Yeah, a summer day. Um, it's a trendy place. So we went I met, went up and met him. Um, we watched the first half in a pub just off um, the bar market. And I said to him, I'm going to get changed because um, I get some more money in it. So I left him there. Went home quick because I was only around the corner, staying at some friends there. So I went home, got changed quick, got some more money. Went back to the pub. They've already left there because they said it was too busy. So they went around to the market, in the market itself, the market porter, um, because we was out with the manager all the time. Um, anyway, the football went went on, went on. I think it must have finished about half nine, quarter to ten. Um, obviously, people then <coughs> started pining out the pubs after the football. And after they was just going along. We've actually gone to the other pubs across the road, which is called Black and Blue. It's like a posh restaurant yeah. with a bar there. Um, I said I'll have one or two more before I go back. Whatever I was with, um, it's about five of us with the manager from the other pub, and that um, I was with my other mate who um, asked me to come football. And um, all of a sudden, the football must have been finishing. You see people, a lot more people than normal. They was like either running, um, but we, I, you don't think nothing of it. They're either running to get their trains or to go somewhere after the football's finished. So you see people running, but you weren't sure why. Yeah, you weren't sure what of it. Um, I mean, it's the middle of the summer, so there's no, um, there's never any trouble with um, football up there anyway. It's it's well um, thingy. So there's people running. It's just like normal things like that. Nothing out of the usual, but just but a bit busier than normal um, coming past. And um, the restaurant bit where we was, we was in the black and blue, but there's a wall dividing the restaurant and the bar. So we're on a corner. Now, obviously, we, what's gone on beforehand, I mean, it's took eight minutes from the first person they attacked, not mowed down, to when they got shot. I think it was eight minutes. Okay. They've already, as you said, they already killed eight people, 47, 48 Attempted people. to kill 50 people. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Um Now, the first we knew about it, because we was the last, one of the last ones um, that they actually come to. Um, now, we see people in the restaurant, they started... Uh, must have been jumping off the chairs. There's a bit of front, like commotion in there. In there. Now we're behind this wall. We're we're seeing like doing nothing or whatever. We're just going on. Um, now my mate stopped me on the shoulder. He's, he's told me something which I didn't really t- take no notice of. Whatever he said, um, run because everyone's running in the back in the background of the uh, restaurant. Yeah. Now last thing you think of is terror attack. Yeah. Um, things like. Until I turned around on the chair, I was right next to the um, big big glass doors. Um, and there's three people coming up there. I mean, they've come up the ramp bit. Now, one of well, the... They're um, coming into the restaurant. Yeah, no, the no, past, past the restaurant. Okay. So the restaurant must have been seeing what was going on. Them oh, stab, so them, yeah, they must have seen them stabbing people outside, like... Okay, yeah. and that's why they're all running in the back of the They're all running, like, in the okay. back of that. Everyone's running around. We can't see nothing because we've got the wall... In between us, until they come to the ramp. Until they've come past you. Yeah, into the ramp. Now, one of the girls who work there, she's gone to lock the door, of the door, quick. But they've come up the ramp and they started kicking it in. Okay, so she's gone to lock the door to prevent Yeah, she in. put it on. But as, as they've been kicking it in, I'm standing by the door there on, on a big storm and that. Um, even to that moment, I didn't, didn't even think terror attack. I mean, I know you hear about these things. Two yeah. weeks prior, I was the one that 
uh, Manchester. Yeah. Yeah, the Westminster one earlier on in the year. Yeah, a few months before. Um, <clears throat> they did bend the door which underneath, they crawled under quick. Oh, so they bust through the bottom of the door yeah. and they got under? Yeah, so they got, got what under. What did they look like? <clears throat> um, so I didn't see the suicide belts. I mean, I'm a bit blind anyway. Yeah. Um, because they had <coughs> they had mimic suicide vests on. Yeah, right? yeah, but I didn't okay. see them. I mean, I'm blind as a bat anyway. Okay. And like it's late at night. Yeah, um, I've been out a few, and um, they've got under. They start coming. Up. Now I'm standing there by whatever I've seen. Still don't know what's going on. And they've come up to me, and um, they've just gone about um, about Allah, um, Islam, and all that. I just plugged that knife straight into me. One's gone past me to go into the restaurant. Yeah. Um, he had the arsenal top on, which it was quite uh, visible. Which so he had an arsenal top on. Yeah, I was had um, just black stuff on and that. Yeah. Um, and even then, they, that's when he went and mentioned about the Islam, Allah, and all that. And they plunged a knife into me straight away in the chest. Like um, I've jumped, like jumped up to confront him after like swinging, and he's plunged it straight into me chest and stomach and that. But then the other one who's got underneath, he started helping him. So I'm trying to fight two of them, and I'm getting I'm getting bad. But I'm having a good fight with them, as far as I know. Where's everyone who you sat with? They've point? gone. They've gone. Even my mate is tapping on the shoulder. They've He's gone. It. Yeah. And if they legged it, could you have a chance to leg it? I did. Before they got under the door, through the yeah, door? Yeah, but once they put that first knife in me, I was just fighting for my life. Then the second one's joined him and started slashing me. Okay. I'm fighting for my life all over the place. But the third, the one that went past us with the arsenal top, he'd come back to help him. So I'm having three of them like on me, just slashing away. Um, so I mean, we're talking about thirty seconds, and then I'm off. Like but in that time, they've stabbed me eight times. They've slashed my head, my arms, and everything else. But with the um, people in the restaurant, they've got they've gone past him. They've given them time to get out, and obviously he's brought that one back. From the restaurant. Um, when you say you was fighting, I mean I fight for my life. I'm just swinging and fighting. Swinging, you're yeah. throwing punches. Yeah. So you're, just... you're throwing punches. You got two of them on you. The other one's seen you fighting. Yeah, and he's come back a bit because he was going into the restaurant. So whatever he would have done, I mean I'm, these are just what I've seen on CCTV. Also, so he's had to come back to help him out to finish you. Yeah, yeah. Where I mean within thirty seconds, maybe twenty five seconds, and then eventually I must have got away from him. I must have went back right into the um, my table like this, where I've cracked my ribs as well. But I've got behind that uh, wall then and got out the door. And you've had, had you've, had, you've been stabbed eight times. <clears throat> stabbed eight times, yeah. You got a slash. The ear was hanging off. How um, many stitches have you had? I think it was about up to about hundred stitches. Hundred stitches, I think it was. Okay. Yeah, I mean, my ear was hanging off. All I remember was this one here, which was flushing all the time. The blood's coming yeah. out. The blood shooting out. Yeah. Um, I kept holding that. I didn't know about the ear hole. I didn't know about my arms or nothing like that. Your arms? Yeah, they were slicing there. them out. There were slices on my head. Am I right then? They caught me there um, and they pulled it down. So like that was the muscle thing where like I was bandaged up. I couldn't move it for a while. Yeah. I mean, even to this day, I mean, I'm still having like um, the tendons a week. Um, was... Luckily, um, the no organs were... With damage, I don't know if that's me just where I was swinging about and just trying to move out of the way, but yeah. also getting caught. Whether they caught it catching me full belt, yeah. who knows? I mean, um, I did get out there. I mean, we're talking about probably half a minute of like being stamped, 
Mm. Um, being slice on that. Um, I mean, in the meantime, was. Did you see anyone else getting attacked? No, because there was two people afterwards, which I know of. One got stabbed in the throat. Yeah, and then one got stabbed um, in the arm. But I think they was hiding in the back. Okay. And when they must have run through them, it was like um, there was a Chinese person there. I mean, obviously they've took all the um, glory of it all because he said he was talking to them and the terrorists were telling everyone to lay down on the floor, which was um, a load of rubbish, really, because by that time everyone had got out the restaurant. Okay. People were hiding under those tables as well. Okay. Which I've seen. I mean, I got out there. Um, I didn't know what door I went out of, but I got out of there. It took me. What about, I've seen see witness reports that you shouted something. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that until probably the other year where I was told by the police and I was told by some of the staff after where they must have heard it um, that I should have shouted out, fuck you, I'm Millwall. Whether that was to, whether that was to the Arsenal fan or whether... <laughs> <coughs> He's got an Arsenal top on, so that's... Maybe. Sorry. Maybe. I mean, I don't... I mean, it was vague. It's just where other people, witnesses, have I, said that I did say it. Um, but you couldn't recollect it at the time. I couldn't. I mean, obviously. So it's go. It started going off. Yeah. Essentially, in your eyes, you don't know what's going on. It's going no. off. You are a Millwall fan. Yeah. And then witnesses have uh, said that that's yeah, what you shouted. Yeah, you are Millwall. Yeah, and it, it was fighting. for years after. Um, it was till I see other people there or meet up, met other people in there that were survivors, uh, were just having their lunch in it. They've heard something. Me say something as well where this year I met a girl in Paris. She's an Italian girl, lives in Luxembourg, but she was in Paris that weekend. One of the papers set up with me. Um, she wrote me a thing. I thought it was, a, I thought it was someone that worked there, but it wasn't. It was someone who was having a meal with her friend, yeah. right in my direction. And she wrote me a letter saying, thank you, I'm alive today, which was nice. It was nice to meet her. And what did she say? She's alive today. Does she feel she's alive she, today because your fight with them prevented them getting her, give her a chance? She, yeah, she helped, she helped me a bit where, as I say, when she went there, and I was trying to look up her name and, that, and I thought it might be one of the staff. She was like an like Italian name. But she wasn't. She was just over there on holiday and she was in that in the right direction at the beginning of the restaurant where the bar was. So she'd okay. see everything. Yeah. Um, and she said, like, I just stood up and started fighting them. But I was... And if she's gone so, right from there, yeah. Oh, so, so she's seen as you're fighting them, it's, gave, it, yeah. it's gave her that extra. Yeah. So how how did that? It just even because we'll get onto the roller coaster, the ups, the downs, what it's done to you mentally. Yeah. Being involved in some of that, but did that help? That when that girl's told you that it helped because I mean over the years, as I said, there was one person there, as I just said, got caught in the um, Adam's apple. He got stabbed. He was saying that the terrorists come in. Um, these are witness statements at the old Bailey inquest. My mate who um, ran off as well, he ran off to the toilets, hid himself in there 40 minutes. Um, one attack in the shoulder. This, um, Which I guess is to be expected of everyone. Of course. I mean, like when I was in hospital. You're running for your one life. Of me, one of my mates, Aidan, he, he left me a book when I was uh, asleep one day. Learn to run. <laughs> right? He, he went specially out to fight from a, sp- a, a sports shop and say, learn to run. And like... <laughs> Yeah, he left it with the... Uh, so we'll be shocked, that's English banter. Yeah. The yeah, monks, lads, yeah. that's your mates, like, yeah. taking the piss. You're in there, eight, nearly died. But, <laughs> um, I mean, over the years, which... That was nice, but, you know, last year, a little bit of other things there. Yeah, so that would must... That must make... How did that make you feel? It makes you feel good. It's even like, yeah. To know that you've... Yeah, done something good. I mean, I, I looked at it, I, I survived myself. 
I survived something that maybe I shouldn't have done. Because I'm, I'm, I've read a witness report. No, actually, not witness report. In my research, I come across the, I, I believe on the footage of the incident. Yeah. Well, with the inquest, yeah. I wasn't even asked to go. Yeah, they told me that when my when the, they was talking about where I was, they would let me know. They had a very witness statement from my mate who ran off to the toilet. He was asked to go. Yeah, he was stood up in the, on the stand. The other bloke who got caught on the... He's up on the stand. His stand. So there, there's a reason for this, we believe, yeah. right, in my research. Yeah. But, but even, even when I want to get on to... In reading, once you went down yeah. afterwards, you've still apparently held your fist... According fight, to yeah, in a, in, a, in a fighting stance, I've read them runs. Now, the police should have told me... They, were they showed that on the second day, I think, of the inquest. So in the inquest, they show, they show the, the video footage footage, people yeah. at the inquest. Here's what happened. It shows you fighting. Yeah, they should have told me. I mean, at that stage, I think the inquest was about a year later, or maybe two. Yeah. I'm not too sure. Now, I mean, after, after the post-traumatic stress started coming in, um, they was meant to show me any footage. I still haven't seen those CCTV of it. Because I guess that would bring it you... Was, I, know, I always walked the dogs around there. I was trying to think myself, did I run out of that door? Because you mustn't know, because it's so quick, so fast. Yeah. And the chaos of it. Yeah. And it played for me for ages. They showed me a little bit then after the footage. It was only a silly little, like, 10 second thing in there, in the um, actual black and blue. They said they couldn't show anyone else that was near me. I don't know why, or, or where they got shot. But um, I did get out of there. Um, I mean, as I said, between from eight minutes from the first person to when they got shot was a was a short time. And I got out there. I think I went up to the um, other pub across the road where the bloke manager was out with us, banging on the door. And my glasses are gone now, and I'm blind anyway. But once my glasses go, I don't know. I must have went over there because I knew I did. And I banged on the door. Obviously, no one would let me in. Um, it was like a ghost. Ten, it was definitely gone. I'm pouring with blood. I'm probably in a consciousness now. Um, and at this point, where are the where are the jihadists? Mm. Where are the men? Where are the men? At this point, as you've run out, I've run out. They've they must have followed me out. Like we're talking about, we're talking about another ten seconds or yeah, yeah of course, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So whether I've run out there, I mean, I did, they did show me the CCTV bit there that I must have run out that door that was open. Yeah. Um, and I must have when I was that side, my mate said he phoned me. I mean, I can't remember. I was talking to him, he said, I'm saying to him, I'm dying, I'm dying, I need help. Yes, I must have been that little road leading up to the Bow High Street. Okay. And I do remember then um, seeing like the blue light, and it was an ambulance car. Yeah, and I went up to it eventually, and I banged on the side of the um, passenger side. Obviously, it's drove off by then. I didn't know, like, obviously, it weren't my call. Um, I read something in the inquest, I think, they couldn't. It wasn't his call, he was on. He just went to the wrong road, he couldn't stop or let me in. He didn't know who I was, probably. So he drove off, and I must have just went out of conscious again. Um, so there was an ambulance there, you've gone up banging, you're all cut, you're yeah, bloody everywhere, yeah, and, yeah. They, and it drove off. Yeah. And Do that was. Because that's because <clears throat> he was scared? Or in the field, I'm sure it said in the inquest that his call was the wrong road, so he couldn't. So what? Yeah, I know, it's mad. This was like someone's dying in front of him. In time, I read the witness uh, statement from the someone was looking at and mentioned it, so I knew I was right. To say that, that he drove yeah, off and left you. Yeah, he seen me banging on the window and he drove off. Now I must say, conscious, and we're talking about another ten seconds. Then after that, 
where I see more blue lights coming, but it was the, and now I know it was the um, armor response. I mean, we've got a desert mode, and um, the armor response were there, and I must have woke up again because they pushed me down, so I'd get down. I do remember that because that woke me up again. And then, obviously, within seconds after, I can hear the shooting. They shot them all outside. The shooting was echoing because it's like a marketplace. Um, and they done, like, 50 vans, I think, it was there. 50, 50 Yeah. Now, um, yeah, I always remember that get down bit. And over the years, I've seen the armor response people, someone else, that's what they shout. So I knew yeah. that I was right there next to them. Um, but the, the three um, terrorists, they weren't far behind me. So if they have been another 10, 15 seconds, I might have been... The police weren't there, they'd yeah. have finished you off. But they've never showed me that road. Yeah, you've never seen the footage never of that. seen the CCTV. Is... I've seen footages of things. Um, I must have been at the side of the road after the ambulance at the end drove away. Yeah. Um, I must have been on that corner, but without a few of what I've seen. Um, Let's take, take you back... What did you hear them say when the men come running? You said they were shouting things. Yeah, there was, what, when the terrorists come in? Yeah. They were talking about Allah, Allah Islam. Yeah, yeah, Allah, um, saying about killing their kids. I know these things were said. They were saying about killing their kids as in the British have killed their kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you killed anyone's kids? No. No. I mean, like... And the women that were sat having their dinner that got stabbed in the neck, they're yeah. responsible for I mean, two weeks before that was the Manchester... Bobbing. Yeah, when they killed. Yeah, which was sickening. I mean, they could be killing their own, like, religion. Yeah. They don't, they don't think. Yeah. I mean, but it's kids. Um, it doesn't matter what religion they are or whatever else. Um, I mean, eight people lost their lives for nothing. You've woke up. What, what, what's happened then? So the ambulance is there. You've worked. You've... No, the armor response, obviously, and the shooting happening. I'm like, I'm still unconscious, whatever. Um, I see one body. Um, I mean, everything was faint to me where they must have shot one of them on one side. And you could hear the shooting going on, whatever else. Um, everything's then blurred to me because I'm pouring the blood. Everything else. And then the local police must have been turned up. Um, because I remember them then chucking me in the back of a police car. And then drive, I did see the body cam of that. They showed me the body cam in the car. Um, when they chucked me in the car and the, the um, passenger police officer said, um, just keep hanging on there, keep it camp. He says, leave your ear alone because all I'm thinking of is that. They're, they're flying over the bumps and <laughs> I can see myself going up and down. Um, but they drove me to the nearest uh, hospital, which is St Thomas's Hospital in Westminster Bridge. And then from there, I was just rushed in um, and I think they just put me on ketamine, which it felt like being on a low coaster. Um, and then I went down for surgery, obviously, I think the next day, things like that. Um, I had a chance to say thank you to the police officers who took me, and they have done. You still never had that chance? No, I still never had that chance. I have knocked at Peckham Police Station, which is now um, a closed police station. But I have passed the message on, which is, do you know what? Um, whether you like them or not, whether you lead the policemen when you don't need them, that time now, I can't thank them as much for driving me so quick. Hey, look! They've come running into a, they've come running into a hostile yeah. situation. They've shot yeah. terrorists dead. They were willing um, to they'd have been willing to sacrifice their safety and freedom. Yeah, um, and why that bit down? They haven't shown me them bits or not? I don't know. Um, I've asked to be shown them. 
they say they can't because other people were involved, other people there, but the inquest is gone. So I don't know why, or is that still the case because there's other people around? So what then? You, you've had you've woke up in a hospital bed. I woke up in a hospital bed. I are you think aware? Was, are you aware at that point of how big this no, attack was? No. What's gone on? No, because it was like two days later. That was a Saturday night. Um, I think I've been in the um, ICU for a couple of days. I've been going down for surgery. I mean, I'm for two days. I'm just stuck in hospital, probably sleeping. Out of it. Yeah. You don't know what's going on? I got a clue. Okay. I got a clue. Um, I was called see no one. I think one or two people come up, but obviously it's blurred. You don't remember it? The, 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 um, the hospital was on lockdown anyway, because I think that week, that week anyway, was the national, um, not national, the um, election. So the um, opposite Westminster was the green now of the hospital, which is full of um, press anyway. From, okay. Yeah, as far as I know. Um, yeah. And the fact, and it was on lockdown, so... Um, whether that's to stop people coming in or... Cause I think there was only about four or five of us that went to that hospital. Okay. Um, but on a Tuesday, um, obviously it came out in the paper, the big headline, fuck you, I'm your wall. Is that when it came out? Yeah, so, on, a, on that, a Tuesday morning. So you're laying, <laughs> you're laying in hospital, you're still not aware of how big this... Not the news story. Yeah. How many people died? Was you aware of any yeah. of these details? No, no, no. Cause, I mean, I've had those no I was just in um, ICU, which You're in life support. all years bibbing. Yeah, bibbing. Yeah, everywhere. And um, yeah, I don't think I was allowed any visitors. Maybe maybe one or two come up. Maybe, I don't know. And, and then the headline comes out on the Tuesday. Yeah. Which headline said, fuck you. Fuck you, I'm your wall. Um, obviously, they've done their bit and asked people from... The rest of them, I spoke to... So witnesses have given the newspapers yeah. this story. I've spoke to the um, editor, uh, one who done it at the time, the reporter, yeah. which is now the, well, he's, um, the royal reporter, the son there. Okay. So we've always like, said hello and that yeah. over the years. And um, yeah, he said it come from where people heard straight away. So why? <laughs> I don't know. Because it's going off? Yeah. I mean, there was one quote I realised was... Have you gone watch me all your life? Oh, that's more depressing. But there was one person who's commented, um, that's probably one of the best quotes since Churchill said about we're fighting on the beaches. Um, which, yeah, made me feel hey, good. I've been, out with my friend, I've been out with friends when I was younger. It's kicked off. People are shouting mix. Yeah. That's Luton's football hooligan yeah. firm. It's got nothing to do with football, but that's what they're shouting as, they're, yeah, yeah, as yeah. it's going off with groups of lads. So in your circumstance, terrorists are running in armed... And yeah. fuck you on Millwall. Yeah, that might be because of the um, Arsenal. Because um, the Arsenal top. Yeah, because the Arsenal top, who knows. Or just because you've got the fight in you. Yeah, or, I mean, it was... How many, two, how many uh, beers did you have? Be honest, yeah, I, I, about four or five. Okay. I mean, my life went down well at that time. I just got up with missus. I went back to my mum's. And luckily, I mean, I was having a few beers all the time. Oh, fuck you on Millwall. <laughs> I didn't want to, like, put pressure on my mum. My mum's eight years old. Someone give me um, a room. Um... So you're standing room. Yeah, just to try to get myself sorted out. So my life wasn't that brilliant at the time. Um, but I think I had about four or five pints. Um, yeah, I mean, especially around the bar market, you can't really afford <laughs> too much the prices they charge. Yeah, it's expensive. Um, yeah, I didn't go out until late anyway. And like, say by 10 o'clock, I was nearly dead. <laughs> so. Um, some, poor, some poor people were. Yeah. Mentally. I mean, I. Look at I look back at it now, I survived it. Um I survived it and I survived something that none of my organs were my arms are still weak. Um that, that didn't happen. As this headline comes out, 
At which point do you realise that's you? Well, I did. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm still in hospital. Yeah. I'm still in my hospital bed. It's just um, I've got moved off the ICU unit into like uh, I think there's about two of us in a ward. They put us in a like quiet ward. There's me and someone else down the road, and then I was allowed like two or three visitors, which I noticed come up. I was a bit more alert. Yeah. Um, I'm still who was, who was your first visitor? That's a good question, isn't it? Um, maybe one of the mates who was with us that night. Um, because I mean I wasn't doing no like I was in such a little knocky at the time which went flying. So, um, and my mate come up and he's going, "Oh, you've done this. Everyone's going mad about um, what you, what you've done." I'm just thinking like it's all gone mad for me because I'm still in pain. I'm still in my arms all bandaged up. You've had hundred stitches. You're I mean, stone, I'm still confused. Yeah, he's going. Oh, they're talking about getting you like this and that. Thinking. So this, straight away afterwards, it's all over the news. Millwall fan fights. Yeah. Terrorists. Fights terrorists. You was labelled a hero. Apparently, it was on that. Uh, uh, Good morning, Britain with Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan spoke back, very yeah, highly of you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember it. Yeah, Piers did as it goes. Um, Continued to actually. Yeah. And even I had, when you. I just him on the phone. He did phone me. Me ex girl, ex missus um, went on there with her daughter. Onto. Um, Your ex missus did. Yeah. You? Okay. Right. Which was a bit weird because months before that we weren't getting on. She's <laughs> <laughs> on there saying like how proud she was, this and that. Oh, and you, are you in hospital watching that? I, thought, no, I didn't have a telly, I watched it back. Okay, so you're yeah. still in hospital, your ex missus is on the TV. Yeah, and I was say? on what the phone she... at the time. They What's put me on. Oh they, oh, they got you on the phone from the hospital? Yeah, no, from the, um, when they was doing the interview with her and her daughter. Okay. They put me on the phone, because I had the phone in the hospital. Yeah. And Piers was speaking to me, but it weren't coming out too clear as I was talking. You were um, still on yeah, morphine? Yeah, while they was doing that. You were on morphine, drugs? Related no, it's just like the poxy little phone I had, Nokia, which... Oh, okay, okay. Um, and then in the hospital, sometimes you can't get reception. So, okay. but I was trying to talk to him. He was saying, like, everyone's, like, proud of you, and this and that, and... Um, yeah, and I was talking in the back, and I said to Piers, um, "Well, next time, if you want to shut, um, if you want a security guard or something, let me know." Like, try, I was still joking about, <laughs> which was I look back on it now. I've looked and I laughed at it, um, and I was, and then about that was probably that day four I was in hospital, and I think about a week or ten days later, I was still in hospital, and they invited me onto um, Good Morning Britain that morning because I was going to do for surgery in the afternoon. Okay, I'll be diaphragm and everything else. Um, so I went in action to the studios. They picked me up. They picked you up. So they picked you up from hospital. Picked me You've up. Been in hospital twelve days. Yeah, and they got me clothes, which I had no clothes and that. Okay. I asked for a shave as well from problem because. Time to get your stone iron jacket. Nah, they just got. I don't know what they got me. <laughs> Probably got me saying from Piers. Um, <laughs> but I went on there, and as I said, Piers says he did say some good things to us. Um, he praised me up, um, and everything was still a days. I should have been a hero. I was a hero. I do still weren't recognising it as myself. Um, and it's only till I think it was on Saturday, uh, the following Saturday, that I mean, all my mates from me will come up. They they met downstairs at the um, hospital. I was allowed to go down for the first time. As a week later after the after the attack, so I went down to have a cough like with them. And it's only been then like it was a couple, it's quite emotional. It's a couple of old ladies come up to me. Yeah, and I was like, give me a cuddle. And um, yeah, it's emotional. Uh, still getting like things there, which I still remember it to this day. 
which came in and said, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. You know, then you're realising you've done something good. And it's nice. Yeah. But, then, then um, obviously, I've had a coffee with my mates, my old mates, just at, first time out a little bit. But I'm still in pain. I'm still badly injured. At that time? Yeah. Um, my arm is still on a thing where, where the muscle thing must have been. Yeah. Thing in it. But, um, I'm going to come out of hospital. The ex put me up a little while. They had to put me in a place because I was homeless still. Well, I was cast homeless. Even though I was staying with a friend on the sofa, they put me in um, They had to find me a place. So I went back to the exes for a couple of days until they got me somewhere. The exes who spoke really yeah, well of you yeah. on TV. Yeah. They hated you two months before. <laughs> yeah. I say no more. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they found me a place. Um, okay, you found me a place. It was above a barber's, like Desmond's, um, in Brixton. Okay. Okay, it was a place, it was a bed, a little shower in it, it's like a cell probably, but um, your night bar was getting help <laughs> underneath. Yeah. Um, and obviously then when, you, when you've done something like that, you've things in your head to thinking, um, yeah, I'm sitting there on my own and I'm thinking like, it's not good here. You didn't like being there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've come from South London, I've come from Peckham, I've lived in Peckham all my life. Okay. Uh, Brixton, it's Brixton. Um, but by the barbers, that, because, because you've probably been in the papers, probably playing with mine then. So you probably, yeah, okay, so you're in, so when we say, because Brixton is a very diverse area yeah. of London, yeah? Yeah. It used to be very black. Yeah. I believe now it's very Islamic. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think it is. And a lot of the blacks have, yeah. have converted. Yeah. I'm just looking at what, So you've been housed above a barber's. When you say it's playing on your head, in what way? Maybe I was just sitting there on my own and just thinking too much. Maybe because of, I've been in the papers, three, um, three terrorists are dead. Um, even though like it was like... Um, what are the African barbers and say like it weren't like... Yeah, yeah, weren't Islamic, but yeah. still. I think like, it's just probably things were going. Was, it, was you worried? Um, probably a little bit lonely, more yeah. than worried as well. And probably couldn't do nothing if anything did happen. Yeah, lonely, and and, and I guess, it, just to speak honestly, do you, think, yeah. do you think at that time you were still scared? I was scared or not. Probably scared because I couldn't probably be fit enough to do anything, to do anything yeah. if anything did happen. And and I, don't know, I don't know why it played on my mind, but it did for a little while. I mean, a I mean, couple mates come up. There was one night we went to a little bar um, just over by the um, underground station. And I sat by the door and I didn't feel safe. Maybe because of what happened. Of what so happened. They, yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah. You're probably reliving it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it was a major trauma, a major kick in I got, which will probably maybe that way. Just like that. So then you're feeling nervous. Yeah. Um, I did move away from it. Yeah, is that, has that left you or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has, Eventually, yeah. Still done. Yeah, it was just after that, like first. Do you find yourself sitting with the back to the wall when you go into venues or not? No. Okay. No, not that much. I mean. I do. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see who's coming in. Yeah, it'd be nice. I mean, it is. Um, so you've, you've been rehoused. I've been rehoused. I've got, I You're mean, there Brick. was a just GoFundMe thing, which. Okay, um, someone set up a GoFundMe to support yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, I've got a £50,000 on that. £50,000? Yeah, yeah, which is good. That's good. And do you know what? I mean, after well, that, it's I, good. Yeah. And what I did, I thought, I can't handle this. Yeah. It's something I wanted. I wanted to go and buy a caravan. 
Now I love going down to um, New Romney, Danny Kent, and I bought a caravan then a little while after, but a couple months after, or a month after, because um, that would have been my new home then. That'd okay. be a new start for me, and also get away from London. Fresh start, get yeah. away from London. Yeah, so I can, I've got that about a month after. They, they just go, uh, go, go find me money come yeah. in, and you thought I'll, I'll relocate, get out yeah. of here, get out of here quick. How was you feel? How did you feel in London after an attack like that? You've seen it, you know. At this point, you know how many are dead. How did you feel walking around London after that? Um, it uh, felt horrible a bit that it's happened. I felt like over like over the first few months going past like. The, other moss or if blokes are just standing on the floor, um, we've got beards on them. Yeah. I don't know, I just well, I just across the road. It hit me a little bit. I don't know why I'm quite a strong person. I think it doesn't matter how strong you are. Yeah. When you've seen that and you've been a victim of that. Yeah. And the, and, and at this time, so people understand, we'd had Westminster Bridge attack, which was Khalid Masood, who was actually from Lewin, who was worked in a mosque in Lewin. He's killed. You've had the Manchester bombing. You've had this. It was going off. Yeah, all that. Moment. Yeah, boom, 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 yeah. boom. Terrorist, terrorist. I think after my one was, was it not Parsons Green? Was it the um, the one where the bloke come from Wales all the way down in his van, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at the Finsbury. Oh, the Finsbury Park. Yeah, okay, that was a reaction. Yeah, that was the down. I think that was the reaction after. That was afterwards. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, that was actually the same. That attack happened the day that. What's the march? There's a terrorist march that goes on in London every year, full of terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. They have terrorist flags. They march through London every year, which is what he, that, that Baron Osborne was coming to target that. Right. Because he couldn't get the van in anywhere near it, he went to Finsbury Park Mosque. Because in the question, the London Bridge one, they was going to Oxford Street originally. So the, these three, these jihadis were heading to Oxford Street. Yeah. I mean, they, they just said, I mean, before that, they had their, their one of them had their programme at the jihadis next door. Had what? The programme, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the jihadis next door, yeah. yeah. I've seen it. Known to, yeah, I haven't that, seen it yet. When you start... When you started seeing that, when you started seeing this, so you started see, to someone who's been a victim of this, you've seen people murdered, it's all gone mm. off. When you see that these people were known, very yeah. well known, yeah. for their views, mm. they've been on TV pushing their agenda, yeah. and our security services are fully aware of who they are. Yeah. How do you feel then? I feel disgusted because, okay, you can't stop everything. They've stopped some, I suppose. But then they go... These are people that are on the programme promoting it on telly. I mean, the Channel 4 is actually encouraging them to do this. Um, you knew who they were. You knew there was a problem. Um, why can't they call them on them? Um, it's, like one, down. it's like one two years after the London Bridge one, at London Bridge. They invited um, a person to come down who tried to stop exchange. And he ended up killing two people. And then, they, yeah, because even a lot of these, they, yeah, they were giving them a platform as because they yeah. re, re. I mean, after um, they radicalised. I say, so after I come out of hospital, I don't know how long it was after, but um, the Football Lads Alliance set up. They done two marches. Yeah. Very big marches. Very big. Yeah. Huge. I could. Millwall had a massive turnout. Yeah. West yeah. Ham had a massive I met, turnout. I, I was standing at the elephant then at the Mrs. house. So I must have been just after I come out of hospital. Then it must have been about two weeks after that. Okay. I went over to the Elephant Castle and I introduced myself to, it was West Ham, Tottenham, Chelsea. This is at that day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was all different nationalities as well. So, like, it was all good. Well, the football lads. Yeah, well, what sort of reception yeah. did you receive I, there? I went well enough to go on it. 
myself okay. as well. Mentally unwell still? No, well, if it was physically, thin, yeah, still damaged. Um, I've done another one now. I mean, um, I can't remember how long it was after that. When I come out, I actually, I've got to get this right here because obviously there was a thing instant like six months before prior to the terror attack. Um, well, I was, my girl, girl, I was living at the elephant with my ex, Mrs. Then, and I took my girl's dogs for a walk every day. Um, and I got a, con a confrontation with um, a load of students who were uh, marching against Trump coming to London, okay. when Theresa May was in thing. Now, I walked in the dogs, got an husky there in a the boxer. I mean, the husky is not the, uh, it's a snappy little thing, which, well, I know it is, so I wouldn't let anyone stroke it. But this march was going on, very loud. Um, they just come up to the dogs all the time. I was tempted to leave them alone because it'd bite you. you Got into a little comfort. Well, and if you tell them to leave them alone because it'd bite them, if it did bite them... Well, the dog we've put down. The dog we've put down. Yeah. So how long you had the dog? Um, by that time, probably about nine years. Eight, okay, nine years. so you've yeah. had the dog nine years. Yeah. So, so, you're, so at the time when someone's coming near your dog, yeah. you're saying, look, stand back. We won't leave anyone, any dog to bite anyone anyway because you, no, you, you just got me. And also, you, you, you lose your dog. Yeah. So, but it was a march on it, it was very loud. Um, this and that. I got into a little comment, I told them to leave I said a couple of things to them, this and that. And there's a, um, a black photographer there taking photos of me, winding me up, and they're following me, um, keep going on about things. Okay, um, I said something back to them, I said um, about National Fund, this and that. Um, I don't know why. You shouted saying yeah, you're a National I Fund? Yeah, I'm National Fund or okay. something like that. I don't know why I said that. Um, I've never been part of the. Have national you ever been in the national front? No, I haven't been. In the ever been on any national front no, rallies? Okay. Um, I don't know why I said that, which is a question where you think. I'm just. I'm just be honest. You, I just don't know why I said that. Were they? I could have said something about. And these were black Asian people. That were the, no, it was only a black photographer. Black photographer. So you've shouted to the black photographer your national front. Yeah. Would you say you were saying that to him, to because you were trying to piss him off? Yeah. Well, unless someone said something to me and I've. I've said something back. Okay. I might have been going on about saying, because I didn't call him anything, because otherwise I'd have been nicked for calling him an N-word or anything okay. like that, if I did. Okay. So that wasn't even in question. Okay. And this has happened six months prior to the prior. attack? Yeah, about five, six months prior. Now, I think it was when I come out of hospital, um, they see me, obviously seen me in headlines. They made a complaint against the police, and me, right? Because they recorded it. So they've recorded, so then, so so you're blowing up, it's on the news, yep. you're on TV, you're a hero, you've fought the terrorists. Those students from that day that you had the confrontation with over your dogs yep. have then give this put this video out. Put a video out of me, like, sat, well, uh, like, uh, probably racial, I don't think it is racial, is it? Of you, of you shouting your national front yep. and in a racial way having an argument, um, possibly. Well, having an argument with them. Yeah. I mean, I'm angry that... They've have an argument with about leave the dogs alone. Yeah, okay. All right, I might have said something back, right? Or marching. Why if marching? it was racial, you'd have been arrested. Yeah, I, I was arrested. Okay. They, I, they'd done an interview. Okay. I heard me, yeah. I, I was you arrested station. on that day? Or six months later when the video Six months later when the video oh, came so out. Hold on, so the video, so nothing happens on that day you go no, home. No, no. Six months later when it's, yeah. You've tackled it went the terrorists. Yeah. So then the video has been put forward and you're arrested. Yeah, and I had to go to the police station. He showed me the video. He arrested me for, I'm sure it was a racial thing. Uh, sorry, racial hatred? Yeah. Well, I'm arrested, yeah. yeah. I actually died, like, 
I can't remember the exact one of it all. Okay. Um, I watched the video, as I said, I even had them, I even had them following me, driving me mad. Like, I could see it, but they I've seen the video. They're winding me up, yeah. They follow you. You're trying to walk away with your dogs. Mm. They keep following across the road. Yeah. They're shouting, screaming. Yeah. One of them, um, one of them tries to eat you. Um, the, marsh, the marshal on the... He's uh, wearing a high vis Yeah, not yet. He's like chilling me. I've just like stepped back. And I go, why don't you... Like, I said to the police, why don't... There's people like out there. They've come here. Why didn't do this six months ago? It's just supposed to see me. Which, okay, I got nicked for it. I didn't want the other person nicked. So, because the, so, the lad hits you on camera. Yeah. And that's the lad that you're now getting done for saying things to. Yeah. And he's made a complaint. No, it's one of the other complaints. He hasn't made a complaint. So <clears throat> on camera, he punches you. So when you're sat and you're interviewed, you say to police, I'm not bothered. Yeah, yeah. Why? I mean, I said, How come? Because I won't get, I won't get person nicked. I'm not like, like that. If I wanted to do that and make a complaint, I'd have done it at the time. Yeah, okay. So you weren't bothered about him eating you? No, and I, didn't want to, I didn't want the police them to go to him. I'm going to be tit for tat. Okay, you didn't want him arrested? Yeah. You just um, done six months prior? I was, but I was, I mean, it's disgusting because they just wanted attention there, whatever. I took, the, I took it on the chin. He said, that's the one, he said he, I spat him, the photographer. Yeah. Yeah, it's like watching VAR in the court. Yeah. I didn't get done for spitting at him. Okay. So it was a load of, thing. I think it was like, well, I didn't get done for it. Okay. That was the, um, the allegation. That was the allegation they done. Because it was like VAR where, Slow down in the video a link up. I do remember that. Okay. Um, so how does... I'm guessing that this story blowing up with accusations of racism mm. probably derailed the path you was on after the terrorist attack in the sense of... Well, the people that um, were trying to get hold of me then, I think it was like um, the WBC, they was trying to, like, um, the boxing people were trying to get in touch with me. There was a few other people trying to get in touch with me. They just disappeared then. Once the accusation of racism, okay, yeah. when everyone else disappeared. Everyone disappeared. They were like trying to see if they could do something for us because of being a hero and this and that. And so they made an allegation. I've got it for it. And it's just like... How did you feel when that's blowing up on the news? Did it feel, blow up on the I news? I feel glad that the police actually took what they did. And um, I, got, um, I got charged for it. I was getting angry then. Uh, because I've been through a major trauma. Um... And I was angry that, why didn't you do that six months prior? It meant so much. Because the police would have found out who I was anyway. How long after the attack was you arrested for this? We're talking about... I was in hospital 12 days when I think. Yep. Um, when I come out of hospital, when I was at the, I think the moment, so maybe about two, three weeks at most. Three weeks yeah. after that attack, yeah. you yeah. were under arrest? Yeah. Handcuffed? No, I just I'm coming in, yeah, yeah. Because obviously I, they knew me, they knew I was. Yeah. Um or yeah, and I went in there, looked at it, whatever else, and they've arrested me and we've gone to there and I've got I took the nick in and I got nicked for it. They didn't give you a caution, they put you a court, did they? they got me, yeah. You went to court? Yeah, court. Because they would have had the option of giving you a caution. Yeah. But they didn't. They no, didn't. I went court for it. They sent you a court. Court. Um a little while after that one. I went to my local MPs there because I was like asking for help with other things. Yeah. The MP weren't there, and I said something to the um, the staff there. I wouldn't even go in the office. I said, "Look, all you all you look after is just like I'm angry then because I needed help. I do, I was after like getting out of that barber thing." Okay, so you you put in a location. You're going to your MP to try and get help. Yeah, the MP weren't there, but the staff were there. Yep, yeah. and I called them up. Um, Muslim-loving 
cancer site, yeah? Okay, to the, the staff? Yeah. Right? I won't even in the office. Why Why was? Why would that be? What is it? Maybe because I'm nearly murdered by him. Yeah, I was angry. Right? And would, would a part of it play... Was it just merely that you were nearly murdered by them, but do you think they were left on the street to be able to, to murder you? Do you think that... Would you have been angry? I do now. Would you have been angry that yeah, he shouldn't I, even be on the street? These yeah. fuckers shouldn't have been here. I do now. I mean, I maybe even didn't like, get... My, my, my life should have been changing around again. It wasn't, I'd say, brilliant at leading up to that. I don't say brilliant if I once. It, well, I didn't, like, I didn't know how, probably how good I've done it. I've had over the years. Um, <laughs> it's crazy the things that now I know, probably we're talking about scores of people or dozens of people that maybe would have got out there because of myself. Yeah. Live half a minute fighting them. Yeah. And then you got. So we said in that thirty seconds that you're fighting with them and throwing windmills and holding on to them, you could have saved a dozen people's lives. Yeah, and after talking to that girl last year, she confirmed. She see a lot more than I did, Um, which makes me feel good. Had you had many feelings like that before? Have you lived? lived, Have you ever felt like great about yourself before that? I mean, if I had a nice win on the horses years ago, (laughs) (laughs) or a Millwall one, I'll get get a draw. But um, <laughs> no, and I—I I mean, as I say, I've come out. Um, you, so you were angry. Well, you're angry. At, you're angry at. I said that at the MP's office. Yeah. The MP then made a complaint to the police. They arrested me. I got a two-year banning order for keep away from Southwark offices, where I needed their probably help. Um, that's with Neil Coyle, the MP for Bermondsey. Um. So everything then was going a little bit okay. I saw me stuck with math saying these things, but maybe I should be getting help, right? After a terror attack, there's an organised. They organise um, people coming to. I had to go to the Morsley to to do assessment on us, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they see which way the best way to go. Now, I've, had, I've had about four or five assessments, and I've still not got any help. I had. Um, even when I went down to... Still the, now? No. I got it, um, okay. okay. Two years ago, I went to stay at a and b at Paddington. Um, they put me there as a temporary um, accommodation and it was under Westminster talking to, um, therapies. So I actually done a little bit of help. Okay, so that's, really what, that's two years ago. This happened yeah. in 2017. So for five years. Yeah. For five years, yeah. you've gone to your council, you've yeah. gone to your MP. Yeah. You've had no counselling. No counselling. No help. No help. You've been assessed multiple times. Yep. What was the What did the assessment say? What What, what, what was wrong with well, you? Com- complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, you were diagnosed with complex yeah, post-traumatic yeah. stress disorder. And that was on two assessments. Okay. And um, even after that, still? Yeah. No, nothing? Nothing. No. I mean, I did move then to, down to Kent with the yeah. caravan. Yeah. Um, when I moved down there... I was under probation anyway because of the other things. Yeah. Um, I was seeing probation at um, Baba. Um, I was seeing a probation officer, but one another probation officer introduced herself. She was a prevent probation officer. Okay. And I was a bit. I'm not clued up on all that, all that thing. And I thought prevent is a government body that acts at de-radicalisation when people are at risk of extremism. Yeah, but I didn't know they had probation officers. No, they 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 have yeah. So they have leads in councils, probation. Right. So okay. Could my probation officer asked, said, "Is all right?" She comes in, 
Preventers mainly set up and mainly tackles Islamic extremism. Yeah. Uh, and that was the core message. And then they start searching for others to... My, my normal probation, she asked me if she, right, if she sits in with us. So she introduced... Okay, she brings right. in something. So she's trying to put herself into us. Okay. Um, now, the, the, now I, was down the, I was down in Kent, in the caravan site. Then she goes, um, well, um, we've got officers down, prevent officers down there that might want to come and see you. Um, was it okay? And I'm thinking to myself... Okay, okay, see me. Um, I didn't know I was going to be in trouble to go on it, but the event course, which they got someone from outside, was um, he came down from Birmingham. Um, about six sessions he done for me. So, what year was this? That must have been when I came in. You're talking about 2000, was 2018, maybe. Oh, so it's just six months after the attack? Yeah, because I bought the caravan about. Two months after the most. Well, don't tell, tell me, in, in this month, two months, three months, in this six months here, after yeah. the terrorist attack, how was your sleep? Sleep was bad. I mean... Could you sleep? Yeah. I couldn't sleep. Um, I was having wake-up times or I was sitting up. Um, I was just, just didn't want to sleep. I mean, there's sometimes like, I was sleeping back. On well, one particular occasion, I come back from London and I brought back under pounds worth, 150 pounds worth of amphetamine. Um, speed, yeah. speed that keeps you awake? Yeah, I don't like it. I hate it. What, what reason? I remember I've had it once before and it, uh, that was to do some painting and it kept me up for about three days and I, it was when I was younger okay. and I <laughs> didn't like it. But because of, I didn't want to sleep and I... Why didn't you want to sleep? What? what when you sleep, what happens? Do you sleep comfortably? Do you wake up? Some do. Some do. I mean, I couldn't sleep because with the arms hurting as much yep. with the I mean ribs was there anything going on up here when you're sleeping sometimes yeah quite not as much but it did sometimes and maybe the bangs used to being now it was on the old days the gun so, yeah um, I was at the dark nights probably where we winter time um, I think that hit me bad where I just didn't like it this podcast is brought to you by Urban Scoop any support to carry on this work will be greatly appreciated. Please visit urbanscoop.news forward slash support us. Thank you. And I was coming back and forward to London. London's my home. And I was coming back and forward to um, appointments where I should be housed, helped housing properly by the local government. I wouldn't ask for much. You're feeling like, you're feeling neglected after what's happened? Yeah, yeah, especially when I got banned from the um, Southwark. Cancelled because of the MP, um, the nicking because of the students. At this time, have any of them, have the council, even when they've rang the police, have they took into account the fact you've been diagnosed with severe post-traumatic stress disorder from an attack yeah. that someone tried to butcher? I mean, we're trying to make a complaint. They come back with me where there's one report now. I sit afterwards, about a year after. I didn't really take my service because my was all over the place. They offered me 30 places. I turned them down. You don't get offered 30 places. That's what they've said. Yeah, in the report, so they've, they've done nothing now. wrong. Yeah. So where you've made a complaint saying about housing, this they've then yeah. come up with something which you've said. Made a complaint about that. We made a complaint that why, was, why wasn't I at the Old Bailey at the um, inquest to see myself get stabbed? Why did I read it in the paper the next day? Why do you think that was? Well, because they didn't want me into the inquest. Why do you think they didn't want you in the inquest? Think I think it was, it was a big. I think it was a too big of a, of an event. 
Like, because, because of the because of the accusations against you? No, no, I think it was just like the people doing the um, inquest. It was it was such a big um, inquest do, and the old Bailey. I think I just didn't want too many people in there all the time, like Pat Gallery, um, and then whoever was involved. Because I said I wanted to know, I wanted to go like as much as possible, um, or especially when it mentioned about myself. Um, he said, "Well, you know, whenever you're mentioned or anything happens." But the second day, I was being showed being, as you said, stabbed and jo- and in a fighting stance. After, um, yeah, afterwards, you held your fist yeah. back up in the air. I thought, "Bring me," because they should have showed me that themselves. Um, it so was, you were just seeing this on the news. I seen the news, yeah, and things like that. And they did then show me 10 or 20, 15 minute seconds. Did they? Do you think they totally? Do you think in the time frame? Do you think you was totally cut out then from? From when the negative headlines come out? Oh, yeah, I think in the inquest, I think I was mentioned about five times. Mm. Nothing major. Mm. I think the inquest is, um, I don't know where to get these, because um, how can they say to these people, well, you know, I know personally, now, that my mate obviously was in somewhere else, and they're asking these people to make a, like, statement. Stand. Yeah. They there. yeah, I mean, they all this money for the inquest. And I, I was, my name was even, like, it wasn't even, like, mentioned. Where apart from the dead, I've come off the worst. Apart from the dead, you, yeah. Um, I mean, three police officers got the George Cross. So three police officers turned up. Did they have firearms? No. So they've come running in. The, yeah, transport police. Okay. With batons. Um, and they've tried, have they tried to fight the men with the batons? Yeah. They oh, must okay. have, I mean, they got the George Cross, um, three of them, but they still let them through to stab me. So. So the three officers have been given the George Cross, which. They, I mean, to help people. If, if you've run, if you're a police officer, I know it's your job, but still, there's a level of yeah. bravery. Yeah. You haven't run, you haven't stood back, you've gone at them and fighting them. No. So, yeah, they deserve George Cross. But you, you have, you were nominated, 24,000 people signed a petition. No, right? it, was about, it was about, there might be about six or seven petitions. Okay. With over 100,000. It's how I've looked at it. But with the honours, you have to um, email the honours list. You can't, they don't take petitions no more. Okay. Yeah, they don't take, um, you have to email the honours thing and they do their, their own um, investigations after. And then they award people a, a, an, an honour, the George's Cross is for Gallant Bravery. And some people have done that in the past and they've been turned down straight away. But someone else has done it this March and it looks quite promising because, so. yeah, it looks quite promising. And especially. Well, let's, let, let's, let's take yeah. out of, let's take out anything previously. At that moment, at that time, mm. your bravery in fighting yeah. and not running in the toilet with yeah. your mate or whoever else, yeah. right? that's a level of courage it's shown yeah. Yeah, and bravery. That has resulted in, which you now know, women, men, men, alive. children, I mean, yeah. eating that restaurant, yeah. Yeah, that was um, Yeah. Um, and I feel, let's say, I feel proud over myself over the years. Well, I mean, I'm hearing things from different people from different nationalities, everything else, and they're all true. And then I've heard things there where people said things that weren't true. Okay, that, so yeah. some people are right, saying they've done certain things on that Some people said, yeah, it, it was there, this and that, and they've gone on TV saying this and that. Um, I, I know that even in when I looked into, I looked into one case, and it was the MP who was murdered in... in um, Westminster. No, the MP, no, not that. No, the MP that was murdered... Joe... Um, Joe Cox, yeah? Yeah. Now, Joe Cox, there were, say, six witnesses there. Yeah. All six witnesses who saw him murder her described totally different things. 
Yeah. Now, they're not lying, but their recollection of what happened, they're all totally different. Yeah. So I'm guessing in, a, in an instant like this, when something like that happens, hmm. people are in out of consciousness, people have seen so much, they're panicked. I'm guessing they all remember, maybe not falsely or intentionally, because I remember looking at it thinking, how can they all have such different... I was trying to work out what's gone on here. Or even in their descriptions of the person who'd done the attack, what mm. they said, they all, they all had different... Yeah. different they, they all had different things that were said, which if there wasn't CCTV, the person could have gone not guilty in, in sense or for these sorts of attacks because none of them described it mm. correctly. I mean, that attack there, yeah, I mean, there's so much... I mean, the SAS landed the helicopter on the on a bridge within, like, within whatever, about 10 minutes or whatever. Well, I um, yeah. I mean, like, still, fuck, I mean, about bravery of all this and that, I mean, I, all I wanted to do as well was say thank you to the two police officers. Which you've never yeah, been... to um, hospital. Yeah. Um, and you've watched that on the footage. So you've yeah, seen I watched them, that on the footage. You've seen them holding so up. So me the, the footage, the old footage of that. What was it like watching that? Um, it was all right, because... It was quite funny because I could see, as I say, when I went over the bumps, I could see me jump, I think, like, and I kept going, you remember slow that, down eh? and all that, and they kept saying to me, hang, slow down. Hang, yeah, hang on, this and that. Um, yeah, so I mean, they've, they've done me, and they've done me a good day, but then maybe, I don't know why, um, I don't know why there's something there that is in my name that, that I'll connect to the saint or whatever. Um, I mean, I did talk to one police officer. He said I'm trying about me being flagged up, something. I don't know whatever that means. I'm flagged up on Intel on the system. Or Maybe. Something. Um, what should, what, what, okay. What, what about talking about criminal injuries? Because on an attack like this, people yeah. get given criminal injuries for. Well, criminal injuries, um, obviously. Now, with the criminal injuries, I, I mean, mine was all over the place for thinking. I did get it in within a two year. You have two years Time thing, yeah. to put your application in for criminal injury yeah. compensation. Two years thing in that. Now, when I put the application in, I was off probation then, but I still had unspent conviction, which I didn't know nothing about. It's um, When you finish probation, you still got a year. It's called unspent. Okay. Now, the criminal injury um, won't give you no money. They will turn you down if you've got unspent convictions. And what was your unspent conviction for? Probably, um, I got caught in the caravan when I smashed my caravan up when I lost it one night. I bought, I bought add some amphetamine in it. So you, so this is in the time, so you've been diagnosed post-match stress order. Yeah. You're down in a caravan, on your own? On my own, yeah. Isolated? Well, I said, but it's a busy caravan place. Okay. But as an outgoing person, you've got. I, yeah, I was just, I was a different person. Tell me about the night then that, you, that, you, that you've got arrested. Well, I mean, over the months there, I must have smashed quite a few tellies myself where like oh, yeah okay. um, I don't know why maybe I've got the up with things have you read, have you read up on post-traumatic stress disorder um, have you read what the signs are what, what the different things it can do have you, have you researched it all properly no I haven't yeah, quick tempo it'd be nice to quick yeah. fast tempo there's always my phone going into the telly yeah so you yeah why yeah. did I phone <laughs> like it's crazy because whoever I was seeing at the time might give me the ump or someone might give me that. I just threw the phone at the telly. I don't know why. Was that would that have happened before the terrorist attack? Is this no, no, it happened after the terrorist attack. You were smashing things yeah. up, getting aggressive. I mean, okay, I'm smashing my own things. Yeah. Um, I know it now, one, but it's there's something there that's triggering it. I'm not right. Um, okay, I need the help. Please been called to the camera. Well, I prevent other under me. Yeah. And that's on. Yeah. 
Now, but then when I said I went to see these people, they, they said they'd come and say hello to us anyway. And that's when um, I had a bloke called Dave Alport come down from um, Birmingham six I know, times. I know Dave. Yeah. He worked for Rewind, I think it was. So let me tell I'll tell you how I met Dave. I was in Luton and there was um, a counsellor. Yeah, she's from Luton and she pulled me aside when I stepped up the English Defence League. She said, Will you sit down with that man over there? Yeah. I said, Who is he? She said, He's an anti racism campaigner. I said, All right, what's he doing? She said, He needs to understand you. Yeah. Wants to understand who you are and what you're thinking. I said, Tell him to spend the next three days with me. Yeah. I'll let him in. I took him to meetings. I said, He looks like an old skinhead bloke. He's a good lad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, was... I said, Tell me what you believe. He goes, I'm against racism, I'm against this, I'm against that, I'm against all the things he said. I thought, Yeah, I agree with all that. I said, All right, sound. I said, you understand that what we are is something different. And, I yeah. tried to, and then he's, in his first walk through Luton Town with me, yeah, I had Harry Gafour, Harun Gafour, little uh, Pakistani Muslim gangster boy, come up to me. And he goes, you actually, man, someone's going to end up dead. Yeah. This was because he knew me. Yeah, He goes, someone's going to end up dead. This was start the English Defence League. I said, bro, and he gave me a hug. He mm. said, man, we need to sort some shit out here. It's all going off, yeah? And he gave me a hug. And then, I had a, and then I had a black lad spring up who come through and shook, shook my hand. Right. Then I had two Polish girls come up and give me a hug. Yeah. And by the end of one walk through town, they, this Dave's standing there and he's like, yeah, this isn't what it's, like, this isn't what it's being betrayed as, yeah? And I because he clearly saw. And then he said that he was educating. He said his job was to educate youth workers. So he said, I was educating a youth worker the other day and I was saying to them, I walked through town with Tommy. Blacks come up to him, Pakistanis come up yeah. to him, Polish come up to him. They all embraced him, hugged him. They all liked him, mm. yeah? That's, that wasn't what I'd been led to believe and he said and I taught this but I still didn't trust him only then about a year later I was walking through town and I said I see this youth worker I didn't know him he goes I'm a youth worker I got educated about you and he told me this same story so I thought that man was because that man was genuine yeah. he was taking back what he saw from me and feeding it back not making up that I'm a racist yeah. so I then trusted Dave. Dave, yeah. I thought he's a good man. He is against racism, so am I. Yeah. He is a, he is against all these things. But yeah, so it's mad that you actually met Dave because I met, met Dave, but he like it was we got on well and like it was tell me about different ways of whatever's far right or the other like the other way. So his so he so his what well, it's was, about a different club of what 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 people wear and wear. I mean he does his his um his own project or whatever it is okay. for prevent. Okay, yeah. he does project for And we got on well because we both like football, he's an Aston Villa fan. And we, we talked a few times. They, he goes, you shouldn't be on this thing. Like, I mean, I should be helping you more to get help. Like, socially. To, to, to get help? To yeah. address? Now I found out through probation, why did I go, why did I have to go on these prevent courses? Apparently, they said that I said something that they didn't like. I think it was that prevent, probation officer that came in on that time. Yeah, what did you say Made herself busy. What did you say to her? They didn't like Oh, I don't know. I mean... Am I right that in this first six months, am I right that Met Police sat you down and said to you um, that you may be in danger? Maybe in danger, yeah. One of them said that. What'd they say? I might be on this advices. I don't know whether he was just a busybody and didn't know anything. So they've cut, a police officer told you yeah. that they believe you may yeah. be on ISIS. And when you're all over the place and when you're not clued up on certain things, it does play in your mind. It does play in your mind. Um, and that probably helped me, didn't help things more. And this is where, you know, I did come back to London when I was, was going a bit bad. I started smashing a couple of things up in my van, maybe getting the ump. Um, being alone, not isolated, because we've got a bar there, we've got a club there. And I've done it. Anyway, I smashed things up, and I had amphetamine on the side, which I ordered it for possession. And they charged you? Charged me. I went to Remand. At, um, you went on Remand? Yeah, I went Remand for three weeks, because um, 
You spent three weeks in prison? Yeah. Um, went to the Isle of Shetley, went to Canterbury, because Canterbury's uh, court, then to the Isle of Shetley, because I smashed my van, but I've got, they think the book, and there must be something where they didn't want me back on the, that's the address I give them, which maybe weren't right, so I had to wait till the next court date. Yeah, then you have to go, so they remind you, and then you have to go for an application for bail. Yeah, and I think it was three weeks after that. So you got you spent three weeks in jail. What was jail? Yeah, well, so I was with two um, two nice people. They come in from different backgrounds. One was like an Elves Angel sort of um, bloke, biker. One was another bloke from, I think, Kent. Yeah, it's three of us in the cell. We got on all right. Did they know who you were? Did people in the jail? Eventually, I did, yeah. They knew who I was. Um, Other prisoners knew who you were? Yeah. Um, How was that? Yeah, lucky I did. A few new, few people um, I knew. And there's a couple of people from South London who are Millwall, like, Mill people, yeah. So, okay. um, got to know that, they but obviously in jails. It was so much, I didn't see much so much in there, but, like, you can get, like, the Muslims, the Muslim gangs. Maybe not so much there, it wasn't. Not Isla Sheppey, no, yeah. it's not catching. I mean, I've been Belmarsh, uh, not Belmarsh, um, the other one. Wandsworth? No, one next to Belmarsh. Thamesmead, did Okay, Thamesmead, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been in them, like, sort of places, but... When you were younger? Yeah. Um, well, not when I was younger. That was, um, that was another nicking where I went in there for a couple of weeks okay. after for something. Um, was that after the terrorist attack? Yeah. So you've been in jail. So prior to the terrorist attack, how many have you been in jail a lot? No, I've only done one 18 month um, stint. What was your name? It was just 2004, so like five. Okay, let me let me. Okay, let me try and understand more about your life then. Yeah, 2004. Um, where did you grow up? Huh? Where did you grow up? I grew up in Peckham, the Old Kent Road. What was that like when you were growing up? We grew up in an housing estate. Um, yeah, council estate. Council estate. Yeah. Okay. Estate. I got three brothers. Um, my dad was in and out prison. Your dad was. Yeah, he was in that prison. Ford. Um, Ford. Uh, Ford, like credit card Ford, and. Okay. Yeah, it's just one minute we've got nothing. Next minute we have got all the top. Okay. Yeah, the Ataris or whatever it was in them days and yeah. everything else. Okay, I mean, then I knew, um, I've got a different dad from my brothers and like things like that. Eventually Have I all your brothers got the same dad? Yeah, and I've got a different one from, like, I eventually knew who, yeah. who came in, like, after us. He actually lived in Stockfold, which... Um, Just like over me? Yeah, yeah, the shop there, like, and all that. You know, so, so you brought up with three brothers, they had a different dad. Yeah, but I didn't know at the time. Was you, you didn't know he, that you, no. he weren't your dad? No, I didn't know he Did he treat you differently to the other three? No, I mean, I treated him, um, no, not really. I mean, he was in that prison, this and that. Would Mum you say he still had a good upbringing? I mean, I was a sick kid. I was in, like, in and out of hospital a lot with the asthma. I was a very sick kid as a, up to about age 10, I think. Okay. My mum said um, I was in there about three months a year. Four in months hospital. a year. I was getting an asthma attack after asthma attack. Um... Yeah, so I was in that hospital. Um, but what, what was what was um, what was Peckham like at that time? I mean, Peckham's a rough area. Yeah, always has been. Um, One of the roughest areas in London. Used to be. Used to be like no go estates. Yeah, and everything else there. It's like a ghost town there, which but you still get your stabbings every day, like everywhere else. But it was a uh, was it a predominantly white area when you grew up, Peckham? Uh, no, mixture, 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 blacks or and whites. Yeah. Um, yeah, blaming blacks and whites. And Did you grow um, up with black friends? We all played out in the States and everything, yeah. I mean, and I used to, like football teams, I used to run football teams from the age of like 18, 19, like 
with pub teams and that. You were running teams. Well, I ended up, being, ended up being like running them because otherwise someone else wouldn't. Okay. Um, you love football? I love football. I used to like play before school in, in, in on the estate. Afterwards, we used to do it. Um, a lot of us used to play all the time. Um, I went for, I've been going football since I was about 13, sporting Millwall. How far is Bermondsey then, where Millwall is, to Beckham? Um, uh, Millwall, that's about a mile away. Oh, so Millwall's closest club? Yeah, yeah, cool. So everyone in Europe... The old ground, you should see the old floodlight from our like, balcony and that, where you okay. used to like... And we used to have, like, about, yeah. have a little bit, like a little, where used to be a dog track, an old dog track there. We used to drive up on a bike to when it was about 10 and 11. We can watch about three quarters of the uh, ground. We used to call it Jews Hill. So we didn't even have to pay. <laughs> like, and all that. I mean, Millwall was had about 3,000 average crowd in them days. Okay. Um, I mean, they weren't, they well, never had been the best uh, thing in that. But it's always something I stuck with. And I started going home and away games from the age of 14. And that. Um, no one likes us, we don't care. Yeah, yeah. It's Millwall's it is, isn't it? slogan. Millwall have a reputation. It's, it's mad where a small club like that has built a, a massive, built a massive re- yeah. name for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. A worldwide name. Yeah. I mean, it's a rough area. Amongst which, football fans. Yeah, of course. Of course. And even to this day. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the amount of support I've had from football fans all over the country, even West Ham fans, Tottenham, like Chelsea, all of them, everywhere. Um, probably every club. That's I can't say thank you enough to them, like, even them little comments. Has that helped you? Eventually, yeah. Yeah, it's nice when you get little comments. I don't like reading too, too much. I mean... I mean, like, I kept smashing phones, as I said before. I didn't really look at things. I kept maybe driving myself too much mad looking. And maybe, where was I that time when I got shot and things like that? I said, Still myself. Re- what, reliving it all? Maybe. And then, um, but when I put social media back on a couple of years ago, I mean, the support I get, like, from little comments of people, it's nice. It's nice. Um, just them little comments. Do you feel you've had the right support? Do you feel you had the right support from the authorities after what happened? No. No, not there. Not that I know of. How's your, feel, how, how's your feeling towards them? Disgusted. And do you know what? I don't know why. Um, I mean, Mark Rowley's in charge of the Metropolitan Police now. He was in charge of the counter-terrorism at the time. Oh, mate, he's about, he, he made mad statements about me. Mm, yeah. Mental. I think he put me on the bracket of Andrew <laughs> Yeah. Mark Rowley, yeah. Yeah, he was in charge. He's in charge of the thing now, which he's trying to get kick out all the... The bad stuff and all that. Um, he's in charge of what now? He's in charge. No, he's in charge of the Met Police only now. Okay. Yeah, he got called back. I say. Kick out um, all bad stuff. Like he's kicking, yeah, 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 he's kicking all them out now. Is he? Yeah. But they've all got um, medals for doing their. They should have been doing their job. Yeah, yeah. Like they've all got medals for. Um, you see, you said I'm, I'm feeling you've really got a. You don't feel you've been. Oh no, I don't. I don't. I don't feel that. And I just say, the worst times, I couldn't even like face my mother. I couldn't even like look at her and have a conversation with her. My head, my head was all over the place. I just couldn't look at people. I just wanted to turn away. It's just felt like it's if I don't say it bad. It's just the way my head was. Yeah, the problem connected. Yeah, to anyone, and like I say, even to my mother. How did your mum deal with all this? Um, I mean, it was times there where I gone back to my mum's after that. I smashed that caravan, uh, caravan up. Yeah. Um, things like that. I forgot the. I come out after the three week um, remand. I went back Smash to Smash your own caravan up, remanded in jail. Yeah, come back out. Suffering from post match stress disorder. Yeah, from the yeah I just My mum just put me up for a little while. Did she put you up for a little while so she could keep her eye on you? Oh, no, she just wouldn't let me sleep on the streets of that. Okay. Yeah, even though, like, 
So after the campaign, yeah. you, you couldn't go back to And camp. I made a call to prevent Sam and my mums because they was anywhere you go. If they even asked me, like, the renting cards I had, can you give us the registration number? Um, Were they concerned about you or what you might do? I don't know. Um, I got stopped before, but when I was going up to Sunderland, um, Millwall one night, I left early in the morning because I had to go back to London to meet other mates and then we had to do a long drive out there. And I get pulled up by police and all that. Like, I saw they said, where are you off to? As if, like, Dennis playing your head, are you being watched for no reason? How annoying is it? Maybe. Maybe, maybe yeah. not. Maybe, maybe you yeah. Um, I'm not I don't think I'm important enough to, unless they, unless there's something on the on the record that makes you, I want to know. I've read that they were concerned around the fear of radicalisation. Apparently, you had contact from people who are right wing, far right. I mean, obviously the um, the, the the big marches were. A football lads alliance is yeah. over their class as far right. Yeah. A fucking yeah. Oh, ridiculous, man. The Football Lads Alliance is a mixture of football. So anyone who doesn't know, the Football Lads Alliance formed <coughs> after the three or four terrorist attacks. It was a combination of football supporters from each club coming together. From the off, they made their anti-racism, yeah. anti-extremism stance. Welcome to all from the off. Yeah. Non-white support, huge. I think it was John Willett from Tottenham, I think. Yeah, yeah but they're, they're not a far-right group. No. No, he, he actually set it up, yeah. You're on Prevent because of connections, yeah. because I've read the reason for your yeah. Prevent was because you linked with the far right. It's football ads alliance. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. I mean, I, I mean I've mean, i got a clue. They won't give me the answers anyway. Mm. Um, In my research, I read that. Yeah. I read it come across the reason you were put through Prevent was because you I'm were... I'm mums. I made a call saying I'm, I'm at mums. Yeah. Um, am I allowed to be here for some reason? Um, oh, am I here? Apparently, I wasn't allowed to go to my mums. Why? I don't know. They, but three days later, or two days later, a van load of them come around. I've got nicked breaching something. Where's your mum's? Is it within a distance of where you've got been given the... Well, I've come back from the caravan site. So the radius, you know your MP, you've got the two-year order. Yeah. Is it within the distance of where he is? No, it's just council offices. Um, it's just me being like, letting them know there because I've done something at the caravan, I've gone. And then you at your mum's and then they come around and nick They you. come around and nick me. I went to... <laughs> Did they remind you? That might have been the one I went... Thameside? Yeah. Made me feel like just I went back out. Because it was a... One was a breach with a phone call. And it was... These are the people that are meant to look after you. I think... Unless they... Prevent... No, maybe they're just trying to find out more about something that maybe weren't true. Or, or trying to put me in a situation where... Maybe they're just worried because things were in my name. Who knows? Do you have a good relationship with your mum? Yeah, I mean, like, I had a good relationship mum. It was too much for me where certain things must be up with my girlfriend. I was at my mum's where I was at, probably going to the pub all night and then probably sitting up. That's why I went to someone's house down here at the Bower Market. Yeah. Um, she used to work for her. She's nearly 80 years old at the time. She's about 85 now, I think. 86 now, which... Um, when you come out of, yeah. when you come out of school, what did you do? Work? Well, when I was at school, I was 15... I've done a couple of weeks agency work at a, po at a uh, post room in in Alban uh, for a company called Cable and Wireless, which you probably know, Mercury Communications. Okay. Um, I've done a three week stint there, and then they said, like, the bloke's leaving, do you want to come back when you're 16? I left school with nothing. I went back there at 16, I ended up staying at um, Cable and Wireless for 22 years. Okay, well. Yeah, from 16, because I spent a year or so in a, po in a post room, just down around the things, and then I went down to the print room. And they sent me to a printing college at the Elephant. I was only sitting in guilds. I mean, the printing game there is 
it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, like, I've done a job then, started work. So I've worked. Much life. Yeah, much life. I wasn't working at the time when the terror attack happened. Right. Um, whether I go back to work now. Could you? I'd like to. If I can ask you. I'd like to, I would like to. Do you think you could? Are you? How much are you suffering? How, how much of your day oh, no, to over, the, over the years there, it's got better each year, and it does get better along the long run. Yeah, I noticed that. And I tell you what's helped me as well. Um, I had um, a rescued um, bully XL last year. Someone asked me to look after it for a week. Their um, boyfriend's gone to prison, uh, so they find a place for it. Like she couldn't handle it no more. Yeah, you know it's got one eye. I think it's been a. Breed, I think that you've been used it's as breeding. Yeah. Well, breeding or abused? Yeah, abused and breeding, okay. I think. Nah, I couldn't give that dog a back. I just fell in love with it. And I'm going for walks now every morning at about half five, six o'clock in the morning. It's done me a big favour where I can't go out and go on the piss. And then walks, does you does your brain quite a lot. I might say to everyone, man, just walk. Yeah, yeah. It's the same, same as mad. You could be as down as you are. Get out in the open outside yeah. and walk. So there's two losers like walking along where no one wants them. But, you ain't a loser, No, no, of course not, no. No, no, I, listen, that dog, I wouldn't even, like, I couldn't even, like, hand it like, raise me hand to it. So, um, that's done me a favour, where... And me, a favour, do you think it's, it's give you a direction, is it safe? Mental, yeah, mentally, like, it's done me a favour, like, getting up, not going, like, sitting up all night, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, not thinking too much. All I think about is I've got to take her out in the morning. Give, give if I go football, I've got to be back for her. Yeah. I can't stay out and have a drink. So, it's done me a favour in that way. Did you hit uh, the drink more after this attack than you ever have or not? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Like, when I went down the thing, I was just, yeah, maybe I've got a bottle of, um, I just got a bottle of phone in, um, what do you call it? Not a bottle of wine, like, I just drink a bottle, like, I've got a bottle of wine and that or something. After the attack or before yeah, the attack? Yeah, on attack when I was in the caravan on my own. On your own? Yeah, and you I'm one that never drinks indoors. I like to go to the pub. I'm a pub, like, sort of person. But the pub game, the uh, pub thing there is, it's not me, a lot of things are not me now, where I'm a different person, football I love, football is my life. Oh, so you used to be out going, used to be in the pubs? Even football there, I don't go away games as much no more, um, I, don't, I can't go to travelling as much, I don't like it, but also the home games now are getting too much where people, uh, they want to know the thing, ask me, who don't know me, but I want to, I want to talk to my mates who I ain't seen for a couple of weeks, mm. yeah, I want to talk to this person, I don't know, no people coming in and Ask me what the same old thing again, um, where you're missing your football, then what selfies done. I know it's something that, mm. um, and sometimes I just think I'll leave early sometimes and just it's like it's sad where you go home early and just I don't know, I should be enjoying maybe things there. Maybe I've changed a different person. You've changed, yeah, it's, it's changed your personality. You can't yeah. enjoy the things you did enjoy, yeah. I mean, pubs now, I mean. My girlfriend, who I've known for a long time, after my mum's thing with the um, people, she took me in her ass. And there, I went all over the place. She had her daughter there with her grandkid. But she took me in, and that girl changed me head for the better. Um, That's what the counsellor should have been doing. Yeah, yeah. Just need someone there to be with someone. And, and just, let off with. Yeah. Talk to. Yeah. I mean, she took that chance because she had her daughter there with living with her, with her grandkid. And all that, you had me, which she's known for years as well. Um, yeah, that could have been anyway. I could have been, like, ended up smashing her TVs, I think. Yeah, you, you yeah. could have been volatile. But no, but she'd done slowly, slowly, mates started coming together and away. 
Um, I mean, we saw what's still together, but I live separately now from her. Um, when I got the flat. You still on good terms? Yeah. Yeah. What well, it's her birthday on Tuesday, which I mean. Tracy. Tracy, happy birthday. You've done a good job. <laughs> I'll make it up for her, which. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't thank her enough for making me go back, like, forward. I used to go back to them dark days where, as you say, drinking wine, psycho in me uh, caravan, and just driving myself mad. And I've been there. Especially yeah. I've been there, bro. Yeah. Why, why, why do you think? So, like, I give my, I, if someone said, why, 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 <clears throat> I was on binges, man, hitting it hard. Yeah. And I'd say I, it was escapism. I was always trying to escape my reality. Yeah. Why do you think you turned to drink? What, what was it that when you were drunk, what, what's it do to you? What was it? Well, nothing, because, I, I mean, I'd be clubhouse there. I mean, I just didn't want to, like, be around people. Isolated. The noise was too much. Like, I didn't like noise. Mm-hmm. Even the football, like, the big matches. When I come back to London, I had to learn with all the lights everywhere. Like, um, you sound like you've got yeah, you're going through mental health issues. Yes, yeah. and another thing after the terror attack, remember I said about the, the light of the um, I see the ambulance, yes. and then I see the blue, um, the armor response units for a few years after. Then blue lights used to flash in my head when 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 other one went past in a weird way, like, yeah. and it must have been because I was in like being unconscious, maybe lying on the floor, because these lights were something in my head. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not it's not a nice place to be. It's not a nice place. It's, I am quite strong. I mean, it's not once I ever thought about committing suicide or this and that. I reckon what's been through my head, I mean, nine out of ten people would have done. Waving that down and things like that. Um, hope to go not one bit back. There is them times you're going to. You're not real human. I'd be wrong if I say I didn't. Um... I mean, Millwall have given me um, their season ticket every year. I think that's more depressing than... Millwall? <laughs> um, Am I right that Millwall wanted you to go on a, a de-radicalisation course? I had to go on a racist course after that other thing. After the incident? Yeah. The incident with the black guy who hit you, who you were shouting at? I went on a racism course there. They did um, say, come come in there. I did go there. Um, I've done that with them. What, uh, what's, what happens on that racism course? What's right and wrong? It's a bit like Trevor Phillips. They kept saying, what's right and wrong? Um... Even down to, you can't say, because we all play Tottenham, they were singing um, FIFA tenor to that um, Chinese man up front. That's oh, racism. Okay. He was telling me all, like, what's racism and what ain't racism. Oh, explaining to you that, okay. Yeah, which, you know what's wrong and what ain't right. It's just, it's banter when you go in, if them DVDs <laughs> were being sold. I know, like, you can't say about these things. Is but, that racist? Bantering about that at football? Well, he, he reckons it was. I had to agree with him. Okay. Um, and I said to him, I goes, how'd you get discounted? Like, I didn't mean to, like, open my mouth up, but... <laughs> well, you, you did it you you when the DVD was... Yeah, free for tenner? Yeah, you know, or something like that. This or Target 4 if you could. Chinese DVD men, all the DVD, all the people yeah. walking in selling you the copy DVDs and new films used to be yeah. Chinese. But then, like, as I say, you know what's right and wrong and what ain't. And there is some silly ones, maybe to us, maybe not. Um, in the new world in, a, in, in the, the new yeah. world you can't even banter amongst friends you can't do nothing it's, I can't remember math um, I mean I had a son phone me up one day I think it was the three girls that went to who left England went to ISIS Shemina yeah. Begnum what she lost her she lost her three kids a passport a British citizenship about a yep. year or two ago yep and they phoned me up and said what do you think I, I said well she left the country I said like, I hope she watched there 
right? I can obviously all fighting compensation. She's getting legal aids, which she ain't a bit shitting, right? That's all the comments I made. I see. So you felt because you weren't allowed, you weren't allowed compensation, which would have helped you, yeah, because you had a criminal conviction yeah. for saying Kelsey. And she has legal aid, so millions has been spent probably on her law fees to try and get back into the UK when she willingly went and joined a terrorist organisation. And she made comments about enjoying it. Yeah, well. yeah. That's like, right. I think she made comments that. about the Manchester thing as well, like That's she said. But um, I, wrote, I said, like, well, she could go and what, if she's gone to these... Do you know what I think? I think that journalist is a fucking arsehole. Yeah, he's right. contacted you. Right, but he's done it. He's contacted you it. to get something, you to say something. There's a, a Suburb councillor that I've known for about 35 years who lived on our state. Right, he sent me a text saying how disgusting he is on what I said. Right, these were groomed girls that were raped and this and that. And do you know what? I goes to him. She was still there when she was 18, 19, 20. We, yeah, I goes, I've known you for years and you've, you've actually wrote to me. Personally, said like text me and said that I'm wrong. Who's this Suffolk Council? What's his name? His name was Barry Argreaves. Argu Barry Argu Had he ever contacted you after the attack? No. no. So after the attack, he didn't contact you? No, he's not contacted me after that thing. It's, it's very, I, very evident after the attack as well. Yeah, you're suffering. Of course, in comments, he's never contacted me again. So he's seen, in, but he, him as a councillor, everyone's seen in the news, you're suffering from post traumatic mm. stress disorder. Did he contact you then? No. So he hasn't contacted C. You're right. Yep. He hasn't contacted you to congratulate you on your, on your bravery. He's contacted her to have a go at her over Shamina Begnum, who willingly joined ISIS and yeah. participated in, in in being the wife of a man who yeah. was beheading. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's Your wrong. average councillor is. Yeah, it's wrong. I mean, it's like um, Matt Neil Coyle had a go at. We did start speaking again. The local MP, okay. How's yeah. he treated you? Um, so he speaks to you now after... after he spoke to He got nicked for some sort of racism in the bar at Westminster. Who he, did? Your MP? Yeah. He, he said something against a Chinese bloke or something. Um, he got his whip taken away from him. I know exactly. Then he got me two year ban in order. But the funniest figure was ever when I was looking for places, I asked him to help me for like council houses and this and that. He's a local Luton bloke. Oh, he, he, he goes, I've got contacts in the council down there, and I thought to myself, I can't do that. How can I go to a place? Luton, the biggest jihadist. Why can't you help me in a local area where I've been living all my life? But you know everyone. Yeah. It makes you laugh sometimes. and Things like that. And it has gone a mad world, even more since then. You can't say nothing. You can't do anything no more. You can't say something. You can't say anything about trends. You can't... Thing. Um, and look at... The, I mean, we could go on and on. I mean, I'm not going to go into too many things. I mean, at the time when I was in hospital, you had the Glenfall Tower fire. I mean, that was a different thing we're talking about when they got ours in luxury um, hotels and that. Um, and I got, like... A little cell in the brother barbers, okay. That's that. But then, then over the years, now, I sense a lot of resentment. Over the years, I'm angry now. Where you've got a lot of resentment. You got like now, people and dinghies coming over, non-stop. I mean, not like, Churchill was fighting on the beaches now. It's nothing like what they're doing there. Just did you get? So you didn't get. Um, but they're getting put in hotels there or student accommodation there, right? Where our own homeless people are sleeping up. Did you ever get that option? When all this hit off and you need somewhere to live, did they ever give you a hotel, offer no, you a nice hotel? No. Any new flat? I wouldn't mind that um, barge down in Weymouth. At the time? Yeah. Um, there's, there's a lot of things, but I've learned over the years, you've got to just zip it. Um, because I want to beat them there at their own game. I want to still try and fight for compensation. 
with the criminal injuries, I'm still trying to ask, um, trying to get, well, I've asked my MPs, local MPs. Has any MPs supported you and said that uh, at the time? Have any of them just said Theresa May has written back, Pretty Patel has written back. I, you have to go to your local MP, which is Harriet Arman, the leader, the mother of the ass. She, she don't get back to you. I've sent her mouse. He said, get a solicitor. I goes, no, I need your help to get someone in Parliament to look at it, because it was extreme circumstances. Where I post traumatic stress disorder, I mean, the Queen pardoned the, the ones on the second terror attack at London Bridge, and they got Gantry Awards. They was lifers on day release. So there was lifers on day release from jail? Yeah, one was involved in an old man's robbery. Whether he'd done something or not, he was there. Another one was a 15-year-old girl, um, whether he was on directly or not. Wait, but killed, then lifers. Well, he killed a 15-year-old girl? The 15-year-old girl was killed. I don't okay. know, it would maybe okay, there. So they're, they're lifers, and the Queen excused them? She gave, whether it's one of them, a pardon. Which means what? Um, the rest of his sentence, maybe, or... I don't think it was the old sentence. Do they then get open to criminal injury? But they got the gantry, Queen's okay. Gantry Award, so which is the one under the um, George Cross. Okay, so you must... So hips. So when you read a story like that, you haven't killed anyone yeah, no. in your life. Yeah. You've said a few hurty words to someone. How does that make you feel? How does that... Well, I watched the programme, you know, like the documentary. Um, I mean, the three of them got the Queen's Gantry Bravery Award. Um... He got a pardon off his thing to maybe to get that because thing. Okay, I mean, it's a terror attack, two people died again. There was three um, blokes on one terrace where the terrorist got shot. Um, I wished that I sank in the end where I could have grabbed a thing. I mean, I had three terrorists on me trying to murder me. Um, they already killed, murdered eight people. Um, I couldn't even. It's, it's, Hurts that you haven't been more. Well, I've finally been rewarded now with the Royal Humane Society Silver Medal, which was um, more approved by Princess Alexander. That was only over the last few months. So maybe things are looking up for something else. I guess you don't feel that you've been recognised. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I look at the everyday bloke in the street. Yeah. I look at their comments and say, thank you, this and that. I'm lucky to be still alive. Some people are dead. Um, I look at them people now where they don't want to help people like me. They look at me like, we could be talking about lefties here. Maybe Labour councils, I don't know. Maybe they, they look at me as like, because things were in my name, yeah, I'll trouble. I don't know. That's the way I look at it. And I look, and I look at that by the one that sent me the text. Well, I've known for 35 years. I know some people in the council that have mentioned things where <coughs> they won't give you nothing because of the other attack. They won't give you nothing because you've mentioned, because your name's associated yeah. with racism, basically. Yeah. Let me give you an example. So there was an attack. When, when the London riots kicked off, riots kicked off in Birmingham, some black lads mounted the pavement and they run over some Pakistanis who were, I believe, there to defend their mosque, I believe. Yeah? Right. Killed them. They were killed, yeah? Three boys died. Now, as this has blown up, that's now we're looking at a race riot about a kickoff in Birmingham. I remember these riots because a black lad I know from Luton went up. He was part of the gang that shot off at the helicopter. The blacks all gone up from Luton to Birmingham. All this chaos is going off. Now, father come out then. His son had just been murdered. Mm. Yeah? And he came out 
And what he done, I remember watching it thinking, wow, he basically quelled it with a speech and he begged everyone not to fight in his son's name. Mm. Very, a, a, an admirable moment, which I believe at that time as I was watching it, totally diffused the potential of a race war in Birmingham that night. His words stopped it, yeah? Now, he was hailed as a hero. You can look this up, yeah? It then come out that he was a former member of Hizbut Tahir. Hizbut Tahir are a prescribed terrorist organisation in many right. countries, yeah? It then come out that he was on a GBH Section 18 charge as well, yeah? Which he got off with, if I remember right. rightly. Afterwards, so he, yeah. he got off with it. He doesn't, when I looked at this case, even if I look at Majid Nawaz, he doesn't seem to have been crucified right. or neglected in a way that you have. And he, he, was, he had a violent charges, member of an extremist organisation, but he was still hailed as a hero and celebrated because at that moment, and yeah. it doesn't matter that he was an ex-member of an extremist organisation, it doesn't matter if he beat someone up. Yeah. That moment, at that time, in that second, yeah. what he done was was defuse a riot. What you done was save lives. Yeah. And for that is what you should be judged on, nothing else. And um, I say, Piers, uh, I done a thing on uh, um, Good Morning Britain, and there's another lady there. They both said the same thing when I didn't get the conversation, um, whether I'm a racist or not, but on that night... Piers said, okay, so Piers said, it doesn't matter. If you've said don't racist in the past, if you've said hurty words, whether you was or whether you wasn't, yeah. that's irrelevant. Yeah. On that night, you saved lives. I've got the other lady who um, he always clashes with there. Um, Suzanne? That lady. Oh, the, uh, okay. uh, I've, got, I've got her name. But she stood up for me all day long. She stood up for you? Yeah. The black lady? Yeah, she don't agree with uh, what, like, other things, what I've been... Don't agree with uh, things you've at, said yeah, or I've done. I've labelled that. But on that night, you don't know who's... You don't look behind you thinking, I'm saving that person, not that person, that person. When you were, when you was fighting them, yeah, yeah, yeah you've saved. Black I mean, people. you saved yourself in the, in the first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this. Just want to end. I'll, I'll tie it up now. You, if you could rewind back to 2017 on that, on that day, as those men come in with those knives again, you had the option to go with your friend who's in the toilet. You've had your option to go. Everyone's gone that way. What would you do this time if it happened again I'd, now? I'll be honest, and I've talked to some army people as well who I've met, like, I've met Phil Campion after this and that. I've met some other army people. They're, playing, they're, they're trained for these things, yeah? Even when these things happen, you you, you just don't know what, you, what you're going to do. Um, maybe I was turning at the wrong place. Maybe I was standing at the right place at the right time. If I was at a different angle, who knows what? Maybe back to them. Yeah. yeah? I like to think... I'm quite confident there, even more than what before, that I would stand up to him. Whether I'm, I don't feel I'm, I'm fit enough or not, no, more. Um, I'll probably assess it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm very um, thing now where, different where I'm on the ball a little bit. Yeah. Well, um, try to be anyway. Um, well, well, would you mean, whether I like, would, 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 do, would it do it again? Would you I hope it never happens again, personally. Yeah. Um, I hope it never happens again but if I'm in that situation I like to think so yeah, yeah. I like to think so I mean that's what I'm never in that situation I our country's never in that situation unfortunately we will, we will be um, I, mean, I mean the other thing was the therapy was the I mean the book I bought out which was, where's your book? Um, yeah I mean I was close by three things I mean I had to go through it all again 
which helped, which is part of the... Um, Writing it down and reliving it and talking about yeah, it. Yeah, it was part of the talking therapies, which I went through. The Lion of London Bridge, Roy Lana. This is... Uh, where can people buy this? You can buy that on Amazon. On Amazon, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it helped me uh, do like, things where I was approached by three different... Um, some, like, the other, yeah, the other authors wanted to know more about football because of... Yeah, yeah, I mean, Millwall, they want to make it football related. Yeah. That's I mean, the rule with Millwall is the rule with Millwall is they never talk about football violence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. You're doing a break that rule. Yeah. Um, nah. Well, you know what? As you said, brilliant quote. Um, and I do know that I did say that. Yeah. Well, it nearly got me killed, but. <laughs> well, I'll just end this on. You've gone from hero, I think, to villain. I think anyone sitting listening to Roy's story, what he's done, who he is. You can make your mind up if he's a hero. I think this, or like. this year will be a good year. I think New Year's honours might be the George Cross. We never know. I hope so, son. I hope so. An hero or villain, mate. In my eyes, you're a hero. I appreciate that, me, son. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you no, very fine. much. Thank man. you. I hope you go on to have a more calm life. Mate. Yeah, that's what you need. That's what you need. Thank you, bro. No problem. You're welcome. If you're watching this, you know I'm censored. Remember, you're not allowed to say certain things. You're not allowed to talk. Um, share this everywhere. If you're one of my supporters, I appreciate your support. You make it possible. Always joined me now for a couple of days. I'm going to get to know him better. I'm going to go for some food now at my favourite place. So thank you, everyone, and like and subscribe. Cheers. Carry on watching for more interesting guests. I'll talk to anyone. I'll debate anyone. I'll hear anyone's story. If you want to help me along that way, it's not free. I need your support. If you can support my family, that gives me my peace of mind. It means I can continue to do the work I do. You can do so at www.supporttommy.com. I appreciate every bit of support, as do my children. It gives me the ability to fly them out here to see me so I can stay in constant contact with them. I'm de-platformed and I'm censored, so I need you. I need you to share this content. And make sure you stay tuned for upcoming weekly guests, interesting guests, exciting guests. I'm Tom Robson, and this has been my podcast, Silence. <laughs>